Rob W. is welcome back to bring us some news as we continue our journey to find a new craft beer host. He talks about delivery apps and we discuss the beers that Aldi created for its customers. Ken is curious if you've ever bought a beer because of an advertisement. Wendy asks us if we are in any beer clubs and what we would get if we joined one. And Dan gives us some updates on GABF, including the Boston Beer Brunch, in which Jim Coke is trying to make randling a thing again. Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft. Welcome, everybody, to the news segment. It is September 22nd, 2023. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have not already, go and listen to episode 327 with the Tasting Alliance. We had the amazing ladies of that organization come and talk about their new beer competition, as well as the longstanding spirits competition that they host all over the world. With me is my co-host, Wendy. Wendy, what are you drinking? Well, I am finishing up this Melon Ball Double Juicy IPA, um, and it is coming in at a whopping 9%. So since I'm on my second one, I thought I would switch over to um, a PBR, you know, the uh, reigning champion of the craft beer industry right now. Number one craft brewery in the United States, Pabst Brewing, that is for damn sure. Uh, I got a nice little refill of the Italian pills from Oddside from my keg. Uh, speaking of PBR, uh, I had the hard peach tea that Pabst makes, and it was very good. I was very, very happy with my decision. Uh, but was with really those. Sweet? Uh, no, not really. You got a lot more tea than anything. Like I, I okay. definitely felt a little bit more like that, that tea tang. Um, that's, that's what I got when I was drinking it. Not necessarily like more peach, but more tea for sure. Uh, with us, we decided to bring him back because when he was on our show, our guest ran wild, uh, and talked a lot. So we wanted to get a little bit more and learn a little bit more about Rob. Rob, what are you drinking? Uh, I was just out in Las Vegas on a work trip, and I brought back a wonderful beer called Vegas as Fuck, which is a New England style hazy IPA. All right, I would have well, bought it for that name alone. I, <laughs> that's, that's what I did, and it does look like orange juice. <laughs> I think that is something that a lot of us have done in the past, where we have purchased a beer solely based on the name of that beer itself, uh, without going into. Uh, anything more like we were like, oh, I don't know what the the flavor is. I don't know what the style is, but the name like you just kind of got to buy it. Um, I always love it with uh, as, as we talk about alt beers, how you can get like alt into a lot of names um, like ulterior motives or control alt delete like those kind of stuff. So I always love punny names. Punny names get me um, blunt names. Maybe not so much, but if you can get like a good a good old punny name. Uh, that mixes in the style of the beer, like Double Dragon from uh, Dragon Mead over in Warren, Michigan. Uh, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to have it. Uh, but with the craft beer news, uh, we wanted to go over the uh, news that is going on within the industry. We're waiting for our uh, media host over in Denver, Colorado, who is... Uh, managing and uh, promoting Better On Draft over at the Great American Beer Festival. Uh, so with that, I'm going to start with my article because my article is more fun and uh, I don't want Dan to have fun. Uh, he's late. That's his <laughs> He's fault. having too much fun. He's having too much fun. Yeah, if you're following us on Audible, so all of our social medias, uh, he's busy drinking Utopias, hanging out with Jim Cook and Sam over at Dogfish Head. Yeah, he is having too much fun. Um, more fun than I should allow, uh, because this is my <laughs> show, Wendy. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Molson Coors <laughs> is returning to the Super Bowl with a Coors Light ad. Uh, for those of you who uh, watch the Super Bowl, um, I don't unless the Lions are in it, so I never have. Um, they are going to be showing a uh, Super Bowl commercial there. I don't know if it's going to be in the top spot. They were there last year. I believe they had a, a Blue Moon commercial where they kind of like 
uh, announced to the world it's the same company where a lot of people didn't notice. So my question to you guys, first of all, uh, do you have a memorable beer commercial, one that always sticks in your head that you always remember when you see a specific bottle or can on the shelf? And two, have you ever purchased a beer in because of any marketing other than, of course, seeing it say Vegas as fuck uh, right in front of your face at the beer store? Uh, Wendy. I have never bought a beer based on a commercial. Um, names, yes. If a celebrity endorses it, I'm probably going to try it, um, especially a band. But for commercials that are memorable i think it was bud light had that commercial with the puppy dog where the puppy is waiting for the guy to come home i will never ever forget that ad uh rob rob what about you uh well the ad that i remember is the one where the horses play football um and that's just (laughs) from when i when i actually watched the super bowl or cared about football i guess um more was back then back when those ads were running uh and then you know bengals fan so i kind of stopped caring about the super bowl for a while <laughs> um was that like a clydesdale ad i think it was i think it was a budweiser ad uh, and they I, had a whole series of them and i remember enjoying them i thought they were a lot of fun i also remember the refrigerator perry ones <laughs> with the uh oh yeah i think it was stop motion football that they would play that, those are pretty fun too. Was the the office linebacker was that a beer commercial or was that a football commercial? Like I remember, um, I can't even remember the guy's name that was the the office linebacker, but they had like a handful of different commercials with him in it, where he would just like run in and it would be almost like Office Space esque. Yeah, I remember those commercials. I I cannot for the life of me remember if they, if they were all season or or when they were on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as to the other part, no, I have not bought a beer based on a commercial. Um, definitely based on names, not just Vegas as fuck. But... What was that, Wendy? That was Reebok, the office linebacker. The office line was a Reebok commercial. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. There, there we go. Uh, the office linebacker was an ESPN commercial mutt bone in Twitch, uh, saying, so it might've been a, a multiple, multiple use for me. Uh, I obviously always remember, uh, because I am that generation, but the Laza, uh, Budweiser commercial. Um, I think that will always be in my, um, uh, Terry Tate was the linebacker. Thank you, Mutt Bone. Um, I, I think the Wazab commercial will always be in my lexicon. I don't think it'll ever leave my lexicon. I think in 20 years, I will be referencing this commercial. Um, I never bought a beer because of the commercial. But if you remember back in the late 90s, early 2000s, like there was massive commercial wars between all these breweries, the the great taste, less filling commercial with the the women like fighting in a fountain. Um, of course, we have the Clydesdales and one that I was hoping one of us would bring up, but the most interesting man alive. Um, you know, that kind of came out when the uh, the old uh, a little bit before, but when the old spice commercial also came out, the look at your man, look at me. Uh, I no idea what that guy's name is either. Um, that wasn't Terry Crews, was it? No, Terry Crews is the current was- spokesperson for okay. uh, that. When you're muted, and um, yeah, I I don't remember the the guy's name, but I feel like at that time, like the most interesting man would have got me to buy a beer, but I don't think I ever have ran into an advertisement that said, oh man, I have to buy that beer. or I have to go get that beer now. Well, I I did own quite a bit. I had a Spuds McKenzie stuffed animal, but I was in middle school, so I wasn't buying the beer. And I do own quite a few Budweiser frog items. Um, But again, I think that was when I was in high school. Yeah, I think the the Budweiser frogs were 
definitely iconic. Um, I, I guess maybe for like the 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 millennial Gen X era when you were a kid. Um, I'm trying to think of any other like commercials of beer that. I can even remember after all of this, like I'm, I'm looking through a list right now and there's plenty of these commercials. Oh, you know what? You know, you know, what's a commercial. We definitely all forgot. Hooray beer. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of remember that one. Yeah. I don't like, remember I, that one at all. I, I, it, like it was frogs, but <laughs> it was, it was a, I, I feel like it was almost just like a, a beach. And it just said, hooray, beer. Oh, speaking of beaches, the Corona with the lime. Like, all the commercials with the Corona with the lime. Like, that was a huge... I mean, I talked about Corona with the lime on that show with the... um, uh, About... Not Dos Equis. Oh, my gosh. Modelo Especial becoming the number one beer in the U.S. Um, Wendy was right. Office Linebacker was a Reebok commercial. So, Muttbone is admitting he was incorrect. Uh, we do have uh, on our YouTube page again. You can watch us live YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, all at Better on Draft. I never bought a beer due to a commercial, but I sure do remember the Budweiser Clydesdales playing football and all the Spuds McKenzie commercials. Uh, Anheuser Busch has had uh, some great commercials. That's true. Uh, Daniel, you're here. Maybe. Maybe. Kind of. There you are. There he is. <laughs> Am I here? Here we go. Hey, sorry. I'm running on Nick time today. So, and I can't get the camera to work for more than a second. So you get my wonderful uh, Instagram profile picture. That's all right. We saw all the photos you were taking at GABF. Dan, what yeah. is a beer commercial that uh, you remember? One that you really, really liked? Um, great taste, less spilling. Miller Lite. Great. There, there you go. We 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 talked about that. Uh, uh did Bud you Bowl. did you what's that? Bud Bowl, if you remember those. The Bud Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were the ones with the refrigerator Perry and they brought in the cooler and the you know the big bottle of the of the Bud. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah, you ever have you ever bought a beer because of a commercial or marketing or anything like that? I'm trying to think if I have, and I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um because really the commercials you see are, you know, Miller Lite, Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors. So no, not really. The reason we're talking about this is if you remember last year at the Super Bowl, uh, Coors Light had a ad and they also talked about Miller Lite and Blue Moon and it was all in the same ad. So it kind of introduced everyone that it was all the same company. Um, but uh, Dan, you're at GABF. What are you drinking? Um, I have got, I'd show you, but I'm pulling a Nick as well. I've got a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and another Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. How was the festival yesterday? It was interesting. There were a lot fewer people there. Now, you and I were both there last year, and you remember that it was pretty full. They had food trucks and everything. The lines were a mile long. This had probably maybe two-thirds to maybe 50% of the people there. Um. There was just open seating anywhere you wanted to go sit down. There were no food trucks. Um, The only food that was there was that pizza place, if you remember that. So, And they set it up via regions this year versus last year. I guess people like it as regions better. I thought it was kind of annoying, especially when, for example, there was a New Mexico brewery I was looking for. Um, New Mexico is part of the Southwest, but this one particular brewery was in the mountain region, which was all the way on the other side of of the hall. So it made it kind of frustrating too. Well, uh, we hope you're having fun. How was the, the Boston beer company slash dogfish had brunch this morning? It was actually pretty good. I learned a couple of interesting things I'll talk about later. Uh, once you get around to me. Awesome. Well, we will, uh, continue. Let yourself get settled in as you're, uh, again on, uh, uh, PT time, Nick time. Uh, yeah, Nick time. you know what? <laughs> Let's bring in Rob. Rob, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, I found an article about um, DoorDash expanding their grocery alcohol delivery with Aldi. So this was from uh, the NASDAQ. Um, and it's there's uh, that's basically the meat of it, is that DoorDash has said, now we will deliver alcohol to your homes um, in a partnership with Aldi. So they've got various things in there. Uh, you have to prove your um, age 
and um, it says uh, with all Aldis, but I, I have some doubts about where all that can actually happen. Um, but it seems like an interesting idea, that something that would help DoorDash uh, kind of a lot um, as far as boosting up those bills If for the people who use the service already. Now they can tack on alcohol, which tends to be kind of expensive. Um, but then I had some questions. So I, I'm curious what people think this is going to do to like the smaller breweries who aren't in the groceries, especially the ones who aren't in an Aldi, for example. And then is this something that's been, that would be useful <laughs> that you so, would take advantage of? What kind of beer do they sell at Aldi? Well, uh, you, <laughs> when you must know. <laughs> I uh, happen to be an Aldi aficionado because uh, that's where I do most of my grocery shopping. Um, their, their beers tend to be um, imported beers that are not well-known. They're not bad by any means. They're a decent price and they're a decent beer. So I'm not going to complain. There's been a couple of, um, there's a brown and a porter and a red beer that were fantastic that I love that were just an off name. I have no idea what they actually were. Um, but you can also get, um, at least by me, um, Bell's beer is in there. So there's always... Um, whatever seasonal bells is. Um, Sometimes you can get blue moon and um, shorts. Actually, you can get shorts, local light and whatever their seasonal beer is there. Uh, This white tide Belgian white ale sure does look like blue moon. Yeah. That looks like you'd order on wish. I think think you might get uh, voodoo ranger right here with the wild (laughs) range IPA. That's actually really good. The wild (laughs) range IPA. I'm not going to lie. Shiner Bach right here. That was good. They don't have the amber that I really liked. My dad actually made me go back and get more. He liked it so much. The amber. Yeah, this is, this is just on the, the main Aldi site. So these might be Aldi branded beers. Good Vista Bay. This looks like a truly box. This looks like a white claw box. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm guessing it's kind of like Costco where they have their own, where they pay Mm -hmm. someone to to make their own and then they'll have others. So, uh, that's that's all I know. I haven't shopped at Aldi in years, so I couldn't tell you. The wine selection is actually pretty good. It ranges from, um, they have a three dollar and forty five cent bottle of wine which I'm a big fan of the Sangria and Moscato. Um, and the, it's called Winking Owl, I think. Um, I They're just, I mean, it's great to, on a hot summer day to put some ice in it and have, it's not like a really super expensive wine, but then they have other, they kind of go up in pricing and they have a much wider selection of wine than they do beer right now. You know, they have a $3 bottle of wine. $3.45, yes. Jeez, that's less than a Boone's Farm. Yeah, yeah so maybe it's not. And it's better than Boone's Farm. <laughs> maybe it's not boosting these grocery bills as much as I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, they. I mean, they do have other stuff that's a little more expensive. But, I mean, you're paying maybe a couple dollars under what you would pay for a 12-pack of Oberon than you would at a grocery store. So it is a little bit cheaper, but well, the one thing you know, have. the one thing you know you're going to get too is by going through DoorDash, you're going to be higher prices than you go to that you would find just by walking into the store. Yes. So I'm looking at the real, real quick, and I'll pass it back to you, Rob. I'm looking at uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan, and it looks like they have a handful of their beers and then they have uh bells oberon bells two hearted and two shorts but you don't know what it just says shorts one says shorts beat and one says shorts beer usually it's shorts right now beat. it's local light is what you can find i wouldn't uh, put it past them to have a beat beer that's true that's true i uh, i i remember when i was looking into shipped uh, for all the time that I was spending outside 
um, doing traveling for work, I handful of times I would order stuff through shipped so that it would get delivered by the time I'm, you know, getting in because I hadn't been home for a week and a half and I need groceries. And I remember shipped, you have to, not only do you have to like, you had to pass a test and show your ID for your shipped account to be able to accept alcohol deliveries. But then you also had to show your ID when you were getting it. Um, so I know shipped had a pretty well-structured, uh, way and it was only through Meyer. Um, they weren't serving alcohol through any other organization but Meyer. So, I, I mean, for me, I think it's great. I think the issue is is that we we need a Drizzly here in Michigan that is an alcohol focused delivery system that allows people to buy alcohol from alcohol stores without having to deal with. A grocery store or limitations or you know if i'm i'm here in ypsilanti michigan we have a, a nice little corner store about a mile from here called nick's um i would love to just be able to you know drizzly the the beer that i want if i'm too drunk so i don't have oh, to yeah. walk a mile there and a mile back to get a more beer <laughs> so drizzly is now part of uber eats i was actually about to bring this up um Michigan really is behind the times because all I need to do in 2023 is open my Uber Eats app and I can get anything from any local liquor store pretty quickly. You know, the one caveat is they just have to take a picture of your ID when they deliver it to you. So I'm actually kind of surprised that's still not a thing for you guys. We have a lot of leniency, I would say, when it comes to. Uh, both delivery from restaurants, delivery from stores that it's, it's more like a don't ask, don't tell. Like, I'm not going to ask you if you're doing it, but we're not going to put the structure in front of you to be able to do it. Um, almost like uh, when like weed was decriminalized here in Michigan, but you couldn't go to a, um, a dispensary because none of them were open for a year, year and a half after it was legalized. But we're not going to ask you how you got it. You just got it. So it, it is what it is. So I've had Kroger deliver me beer with my grocery delivery before. Um, it was pretty, uh, it was Spears Pickings. And I ended up with, I think, a, a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. But they brought me beer. And I don't remember, I don't remember them taking my ID or anything. But I mean, they already, Kroger already knows that I'm 21 by because they have all my information in my account but um just real quick before we move on i just wanted to i looked up the wild range brewing company that ipa that looked like voodoo ranger and they're actually a brewery out of upstate new york so oh. it is so they're just ripping an off. actual brewery it just looks like voodoo ranger yeah it's like the wish of beers they're just making it's like all the all the Trader Joe's brand beer. Those it things have wonderful names need too. To be a knockoff. Trader Joe's. I, Trader Joe's has some good beer too. Let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. At a decent price. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go with the. Uh, it's expensive to buy beer now all the time. Yeah. Well, and you you buy beer from where you were shopping anyway, or where you are anyway. Right. Yeah. I was I was trying to figure something out, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, Arcadia that has the stout that looks like their stout. But obviously with Arcadia, yep, here we go. Uh, I can actually share the screen if I can find out how to do this. Of course, if you're not listening, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can go check out the video to see what we're showing you on the screen. Uh, but this is obviously Arcadia, the Imperial Stout, and what it looked like. Um, and then I've got to hit it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a little different. I think I could actually have just shared the actual screen itself. But um, there's the the draft stout, the Maguires. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's basically the same thing as uh, Arcadia Ales with the, the cursive and the accentuated T's. So. I don't mind the Maguire Stout either. I'm not going to lie. I've tried all of them at one point or another because, you know. Yeah, it's there and you're shopping. Convenient shopping. <laughs> well, I think uh, I, I just don't. For, for me, at least, I feel no reason to really buy booze until we get something where it's a booze only 
operation because I don't want to have to deal with, as Wendy says, the pickings of whatever the Kroger app gives me um, or whatever the Aldi app gives me. Like, I want to be able to at least get somewhat decent beer delivered to me uh, or booze delivered to me without guessing. But I can only imagine um, if you went to say Zutuna liquor in Rochester Hills, just South of M 59 on Rochester road, uh, the amount of skews that Jack has over there um, trying to figure out if he has something and where it is. And I'm sure he does. That that guy has a, a memory that's crazy, but I think he'll, uh, um, yeah, like I think he would be fine, but some of these other stores trying to figure out um, what they have and what they're selling and what's available and how many times. I mean, how many times have you ordered something from a grocery store and they don't have it and then you get the replacement? God forbid. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Beer replacements? All of a sudden you've got natty ice as your replacement. <laughs> Yeah, like I can only imagine like, oh, you picked this beer and it was uh, a Pilsner. Like I got my odd side Italian Pilsner. Oh, they're out of that. Uh, we've got St. Ides for you. <laughs> a glass sporty. Yes. <laughs> and they just show up with it at your door. <laughs> hey, 80 ounces is more than a six pack of 12, 12 ounces. So I'm giving you more beer, guy. Let's be honest. That's not what they're substituting when you do these things. They're going to substitute the one that costs more. Oh, is that a thing? I don't. I, I haven't bought anything on like I I was huge on like all these delivery services before COVID. So like <laughs> ever since COVID, I'm like, I don't touch I don't trust other people to touch my shit. I want to go in and get it myself now. Man, I mean, Ken's had COVID. I don't want to like go in. Times, I want to deal so. with all those people. First of all, I've only had it officially three times. Oh, officially. <laughs> I feel like there's a fourth in there, but I never got like the either the full test. But yeah, I, I three guarantee four is probably the actual <laughs> amount, and that's I, I'm 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 vexed, boosted, and ready to go. Uh, but the it's honestly for for me, COVID was just always just making me out of breath. Like that's the only thing that it really got me with is just like, oh wow, why am I so gassed going up twelve stairs? I'm not that fat yet. <laughs> Oh, it still fucked up my. Oh yeah, my really? my. I I have uh, an uncle of mine. Uh, his long COVID. He hasn't been able to taste food in two years. Oh wow. I can He's taste like... it, but it's fucked up. I have to. I've had to relearn like all of my flavors and stuff. So like, I was studying for the BJCP test, but it's seriously been put on a back burner because I have to relearn so many things that I can't taste some of the things that I used to be able to taste in beer. God, I can only imagine if that happened to like someone whose job was like a, a professional taster and you get that long COVID and you can no longer taste food or judge food or judge, you know, drinks or something like that. Like we have our, our webmaster is a professional rum taster. Um, he goes to the Bahamas and judges rum competitions um, I ever know about stuff like that when I was younger, man. Yeah. Right. That's like, where like, was this at? Who knew that I could do that? For, like, now I'm I mean, like, that's not oh, as real as his main job. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> hobby. It's yeah, a how do you make that a fantastic hobby, job? man? <laughs> it's just so what better on draft is it's a hobby, that's for sure. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's let's go to Dan. Dan, yeah, so. You know, as we were talking about earlier, I was actually at the Boston Beer Brunch today. Um, my camera obviously isn't working as many times as I tried. So, Ken, I shared a couple of pictures. I couldn't put them in the chat here. But I'm hoping you could show some of these. Because I had a really interesting conversation with Sam after I attacked him about uh, Palo Santo Marone, which he said hopefully in 2025. Because he does like it and wants to bring it back. But he's got something else he's really trying to bring in here. Um, trying to make, like bring it back, basically is what I'm, he's looking I'm to working do. on it but you can it's keep under talking. the picks yeah yep i got it i'm just trying to figure yeah, out how to share it i'm just trying to figure out how to share it oh yeah see i made this complicated i didn't give you a warning so um <laughs> basically what he's trying to bring back as ken tries to figure this out is he wants to bring back what everyone thought was a fad go to the other one first um 
is to bring back Anthony yeah, no. Beer. That's that's the one we're getting to after this. But he wants to bring back uh, the Beer Randalls. Um, if all of you know, many years ago, that was a fad. You know, breweries had it on their a line where they try to run it through. But it kind of faded out. And if you guys remember, and I guess when I say you guys, Ken, if you remember, for example, when Ange would um, French press beer for us. Yeah. Uh, same type of situation. He is really digging. That's, yeah, that's his new contraption that he's been working on. He is really digging this whole um, idea to be able to manipulate current beer. Um, for example, I forget what beer it was running through there today, but he had vanilla and something else in the Randall. As you could see, you could get it both ways. Um, as and of course, if you're not watching our show, you can of course watch it at youtube.com, facebook.com, and twitch.tv, all forward slash better on draft. You could check the videos there uh, to see what we're talking about. Dan, you can continue. Yeah. So, and then the other picture Ken showed is the gift we got after all that was a mini Randall. That's what he gave out to everyone today. Um, so he really is into this. So I'm curious what everyone's opinions here is. Um, did you like the idea of the Randall? You know, previously it made the beer really foamy. You had to hook it up to a line. He's looking to get away around that. Oh, and would you want to see it come back? Or is there any other fad you'd like to see come back? Um, I always start with Ken. So Rob, we're going to start with you. <laughs> so I am actually pretty excited about this. Um Lots of places around here have done the other way of, of randling, really making shandle, shandies, uh, which is about as close as you can kind of get without running it through a device like that. Um, you know, just dumping a bunch of, uh, I don't know, um, lemonade or what have you into a keg with the beer, um, other flavors into the keg with the beer. But like this device here, this that that dispenses it's so it's the normal two tap dispensing cooler, but it's got this beautiful looking contraption on top that you can run the beer through, I assume, and yes. one side runs through that thing and picks up all the flavors, much like you in a French press, like you said, which yep. is also a lot of fun to do to a beer. Yeah, I'm excited. I think that this just opens up a lot of of interesting options to breweries to to try things. Um, try things in, in, in an easy, inexpensive way before they like keg that sucker and try to, you know, distribute on a wider scale, those flavors. Yep. Now something interesting he said when we were talking about this, he actually wants this to be, you know, specifically for uh, draft type systems where he wants it to be um, on premise type of thing. So I think he's trying from what I was understanding, he was, he was pretty, pretty buzzed. He was drinking full glasses of Utopias. <laughs> there by the end of it um but he's looking to do this for on-premise to manipulate manipulate beer you know dogfish head has always kind of been about that uh what about you wendy you're pretty um diverse when it comes to styles of beer and what they do is this something you want to see come back and did you enjoy it the first time it was around so i don't remember it the first time around and okay. i'm curious is it is it just in putting other flavors into it because it sounds to me, you said it was a very creamy beer the way it comes out. It had a lot of foam. Um, so originally, yeah. So the original to like the Brazilian, the chope beer, choppy beer, chop, chope. I don't know how to say it. I'm not Brazilian. So so the the way it used to work, um, is it hooked up to the line basically. So the beer would run from the tap into the Randall, which is similar to what you saw there on the top of that cooler and then dispense the beer th- from that. So it would change the flavor of the beer is what okay. it would do or add flavors to it. Um, whatever reason, the original Randall's, they just dispense it kind of more foamy. Um, I don't know if it was because it sat in there longer or um, anything like that, but basically it was to add flavor. So say you wanted to add coffee to a beer that doesn't have coffee, you would hook up the Randall, there would be coffee beans in there. The beer would flow into there to get the flavor, and then it would come out into the glass. So this is just a way to to make a variant, basically, of any current beer that you have on tap. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, I, I would really if... try that. And I love the the chope style of beer, which is also running it through something, but it actually makes the beer very cold and gives it a cold foam on top, which keeps the beer colder longer. So I, I I'm all for this. 
I think it's funny you said variant because um, the other thought I had was these poor untapped moderators because everybody's going to call each of those a different beer, and I don't think oh, that God. fits the untapped <laughs> definition. <laughs> and what about you, Ken? I know you've had experience with the Randall before. We've been places where they have this. Yeah, if you remember of one of the the original sponsors of Better on Draft, Three Nick Scoreboard over yep. in Allen Park, uh, they used to Randall beer, and we used to bring um, growlers of that yep. be- Randall beer into the studio uh, over in Royal Oak, Michigan, or probably Ferndale, Michigan at that, that was time. Ferndale, yeah, uh, and it would be like the a coffee three one two. Um, so like a coffee flavored three, one, two, and it was so good. And I always enjoyed, um, doing that and going to see it down in Allen park. But honestly, I can't remember a site that does it since then. Um, yeah, the last one I saw is when I first moved out to Arizona, there was a place on Fridays would do uh Friday night Randall of one of their beers. That was 2017 maybe early 2018 that's the last time i've seen one yeah it it brings a great different flavor profile for a beer in which you can you know try something but it's not necessarily like because it gives you like an added flavor but not like an overbearing flavor yeah exactly it it doesn't destroy the beer it just kind of changes it a little bit um so that's why i liked it now we just need to get a keg of Utopias like they had at the festival <laughs> yesterday. Good $20,000 keg, I'm sure, and run it through there. Yeah, those uh, those Utopias, were, were they serving out a keg? I thought, I remember last year when they served Utopia, they were pouring it still from the bottles at the fest. No, they took it out of a keg. I was watching them fill the, fill the pitchers. I was standing right there. I was kind of impressed. Did, Did they Randall the it? Utopia? I, I wish they would have. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there tomorrow. I'm gonna have to ask him if we can do that. <laughs> I mean, at that point, why not, right? Yeah, exactly. How how many Utopias did they open during the brunch today? Only about four or five. They had eight bottles there, if I remember. They took they took two away, so I guess they opened six. But they took two back and left with them that never got open. <laughs> They didn't fall off the back of a truck and you found them? I wish. I was going to try to get her to open another one, one of the bartenders, but the few of the guys that work for Sam Adams like snagged them while they were packing up. I'm sure they yeah, got they them did. for themselves. <laughs> oh, probably. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they did. I'm really impressed that you, I'm impressed that you didn't do it because I know you're. Um, prowess when it comes to opening up new bottles. So they were behind the bar. They were, I couldn't open them. The the <laughs> the empty ones were on the bar. <laughs> Here, buddy, just... try this. <laughs> so they've learned. Is this what I'm hearing? No, I mean these guys. <laughs> no, <weren't Jay>. there. <laughs> they, they know you. These <laughs> these guys heard episode 301, the recap of the 300th episode. Ken, yeah, Ken like, sent them an email to let them know what I do. <laughs> watch out for this guy. He opens up bottles just to try them. Did you try this one? Here, do this one. Let me open this one now. <laughs> oh, you know, in hindsight, it was a great idea to have an entire vertical of flying buffalo and all the uh, variants. Hey, you brought them for everyone to try. I'll just I leave did. it like that. I did. I did. I'll just leave I, it like that. It's 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 more like that night was sad. The next day it was funny. Oh, but that sense. night I was I was <laughs> like, as as I'm as I'm pouring them out. Like oh, oh no, geez. <laughs> so much effort to get those. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. one glass. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely it was still a great great show, folks. If you have never listened to episode 300 of the Better on Draft podcast, go check it out. Uh, Dan was in town. We did it at the now RIP Rochester Mills production facility with Eric Brigman, the former president of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Aaron Lanktot, who used to work for Rochester Mills, Dark Horse, Blake's, and now works for a weed company. I can't remember the name of it. And uh cure leaf and of yeah. course john pipenbrock the legendary john pipenbrock uh who works for a distributor down over on the east side uh, but we still have one more news article to go through and that is 
Wendy. So my newsfeed has been um, definitely dominated by GABF this week. So I have this huge FOMO going on and I decided that. Did um, you just spell FOMO? FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. I did. It's FOMO, whatever, FOMO. Um, (laughs) I have a huge fear of missing out and um, I was thinking about it because I actually went to a beer store the other day and I spent way more money than I planned on. And I was like, I really missed Tavor because I could get beers from all over the place. I didn't have to spend an hour trying to pick stuff out. Um, And I just, I miss getting all of the different stuff that I could get from them. So I started looking into beer clubs and I found an old article from July about the best craft beer clubs of 2023. And they had, I didn't know there were this many beer clubs. So I'm wondering, one, did you guys know how many beer clubs there are out there? And do you take part in beer clubs? Uh, well, beer clubs are a very complicated thing. Uh, as if you remember the uh, former MI Beer Box, yeah. uh, RIP, RIP again, yeah. uh, Michigan Beer Box. Um, we wanted to do. Uh, th- this was a Matt Bush creation. Great idea. Wanted to do a, a a beer box of Michigan beer where we wanted to distribute the beer to people's porches where you could potentially get, you know, a handful of great Michigan beers. It'd be a great opportunity for uh, places that maybe can uh, locally to get their beers out to other people. Um, but legally, it just did not work. Um, so with Tavor now leaving the state of Michigan again. Um, and all these other beer clubs, what's legal and what's not legal is a very, very gray static, uh, area. Um, but for me, I know people have asked if I've wanted, like, like my family members have asked me, Oh, do you want a beer club for your birthday? Or do you want this? I'm like, no, it's, I, the month. yeah, I, I still, because I'm fairly picky when it comes to beer, um, I would rather still go to Zatuna Liquor or Metropolitan Variety or, you know, Nick's up over by me and choose the beer that I want to take home. Like, I I don't feel the need anymore, especially with the way distro is today. Um, a club. I don't need a beer club. I can get so much beer. If I went to what, what's the place over by you? Superfine. Yeah. Over in Canton. Love Superfine. I could go to Superfine in Canton for the next two years once a week and find beers I've never had before and be perfectly content. Um, and that's I just not. I spend for- my lunch hour there on the <laughs> Thursday before the show trying to figure out what I was going to drink, man. I, yeah, I love that place. They're, they're fantastic there too. Definitely go and check them out. And. I think it's gr- it's great for the casual beer drinker, the one that wants to try new things, but maybe they're they have a family and they can't get out very often because they've got kids. Um, you know, there there are reasons why these exist and there are reasons why they're good. But for me personally, I don't have a a use for it. But I would love if if I could get if Zatuna could do it. Holy shit. If I could get a cultivated box monthly from Zatuna, I would pay for it. You mean like where Jack puts together various beers? He think you? Might yeah, want hell to buy. yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. I wonder why do, he hasn't do, done something like that. Do a, a monthly. So uh, you'd have to pick it up. Oh, and, that's true. Pick it up. You can't deliver it. And because of that, um, there's also repackaging laws. Like they can't, like you know. You could potentially make the six pack, but I don't know if he can make the six pack for you. Oh wow! Um, really? Yeah, there's so many dumb laws in the Michigan. Um, I, I that would be a question for Pipe and Brock. That's for sure. He probably could give us a, yeah. a decent answer. I'm sure Jack could give us too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would love that. Where like. You know, give me like a, a 12 pack where six beers are new beers, six beers are beers in my style, and um go. But I, I, I think the the effort 
for Jack would be too much for not the reward. Cause he's only going to get a couple extra dollars for the. And you're only going to get the beers that he can get in Michigan. Yeah. So that's that's what I like about these beer clubs is that, so like the original craft beer club um, is what that was their best all around. You get 12 beers per month for 47.95. If you look at their website, Um, the shipment shipment includes 12 world-class beers, four different styles, two from each craft brewery, three beers each. That's a pretty good price, really. So it is. It's a really good price from what I was looking at um, because I spent a lot of money with Tavor. Um, But (laughs) the one that interested me the most was the they listed as the best for discovering new beer. It was the City Brew Tours Beer Club. And every month they pick a different beer city in America. So like October is Seattle. And then where was the next one? And then November was a different month or a different city. Nashville. And they give you eight beers and it's it's more money. It's $80 and you only get eight beers. But they also um, give you discounts. Like if you go to that city, you get discounts on beer tours and stuff while you're there. Which I, for me, that's amazing because, you know, I can't travel as much right now because I've got my grandma. And that's what I do for fun is go to all these different beer places. So I think I just thought that was, this was amazing. So I need what I need to figure out how to get them to partner with us. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody from uh, city brew tours is paying attention, call me, but yeah, I I just thought that was amazing. Like is, I mean, is that something, I mean, it's a, it, it is hefty in price tag for me, but I mean, it's, a lot of money per beer, really. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, so a few things there. Like, I, I think I've actually gone on a bus tour with City Brew Tours. I feel like they do bus tours in a few cities, and they call themselves like the St. Louis Brew Tour type, uh, okay. or something like that. I, I think that's the same group, but I, I, I don't. I didn't actually look them up, so I don't remember. But it sounds a lot like the bus tours because, like, I've booked those for my friends in the area, and. At the end, the driver always hands me a wad of gift cards from the breweries that we visited. And that just seems to be the thing. And it sounds like that's kind of the boost in that particular pack. So it sounds a lot like it, it in that manner, at least. Um, and then, so to the earlier question, no, I've never done a beer club. My buddy did. He got one as a gift. If if my parents, like, it's it's hard for parents to buy for adult children. It's hard for adult children to buy for adult <laughs> parents. <laughs> Like if they ever just decided to buy me a beer club, I would be, ha- I would accept whatever, whatever game. I would be pretty happy with that. Like it, it really gets that onus out of the way and somebody has done right. it. <laughs> um, but the other way I've gone about that is, is with the advent calendar. I've made my, my friends an advent calendar every year for the past few years. I just go out and buy four and six packs. And so that makes four advent calendars or six advent calendars. <laughs> For friends, and I get on your friend list. (laughs) Yeah, me too. We said my uncle does buy me the Costco advent calendar every year for my birthday. What's the The German one? Yes, I think that's the one that Nick gets every year, Dan. Well, he yeah, and he would sit there and drink it like out of order. It'd be like March. He's like, this is the second day of Advent. It's not Advent. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, my, I use it. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say go on, Wendy. I used it for my uh, chug challenge. I did an Advent chug challenge where I had to chug a beer every day for Advent. And I used my Costco calendar for that because there's a lot of pills in there. And I'm not a huge fan of a pills. So, yeah. By the end, I was like, I'm chugging another Pilsner. (laughs) Most of those beers are pretty chuggable. Like, they are that right consistency and (laughs) foaminess. Yeah. Even better if they were all in cans and you could shotgun it. They so are. They are. They are. They are, they are. Cans. Oh, see, are you shotgunning them? That's the question. No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> Chugging's hard enough for me, man. I don't have the a uvula. Shotgunning weird, challenge. <laughs> I feel like they're sixteen ounce cans now too. Like they used they to be twelve and sixteen. Cans. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I I don't remember what episode it was after but i've only ever tried to shotgun one beer 
and it was a Norm's raggedy ass, and it was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> we could totally try out those the shotgun keys that they have on TikTok, man. Those those seem pretty cool. Where it, it's it's almost like you, you you push it in, and then it's it's like a professional shotgun tool, right? Like you're not stabbing it with a knife or a key or anything like that. We'll like a key, yeah. So what's it like? Put a shot puts a snorkel in there. <laughs> it, it it just it it basically just opens up. It gives you a little like uh, drinking hole to drink from, and you just shotgun it just from that. So it's like a professional thing. Uh, Maurice says, "I'm guessing from one of the advent calendars on our YouTube page, of course, youtube.com forward slash Better on Draft. Quite a few beers are in 19.2 ounce cans." Um, uh, I'm guessing for the advent calendars or for these. Yeah, I go on, Rob. Oh, I like that Costco advent calendar. I've gotten it a couple of times. I got it for my son. He just turned 21 a few years ago and I got it. That was his first 21 year old Christmas present was the Costco advent calendar. Like, it, I think it's perfect for that sort of thing. Like here, try a bunch of different weird beers and see what you think. Something I, I, really good, man. Oh, absolutely. I I had to do the math because you said twenty one year. Even Dan's kids aren't twenty one, so I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> no, they're getting close. Oh gosh, <laughs> my youngest is twenty one now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, the you kind of mentioned it. Some somebody did like getting it for someone or an adult child or uh, adult parent or something like that. Like my godmother. Now that I'm thinking about it, like this is probably a great gift for my godmother who loves beer. Like this is the woman who. Uh, there was a fall beer fest one year. I think it was like 2019. And <laughs> she found out for me that the festival at Eastern Market was happening. So she just drove down, got a ticket, and nice. she got drunk with her and, you know, her husband and a few <laughs> friends. And I'm like, oh, hi. Uh, it's great. And what's funny is, is that um, I, I have a lot of family members that do listen to this and they might listen live and they'll just be laughing because they know exactly like what I'm saying is probably feels like a, it's a commonality. Like it should have happened at other festivals too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to do it for the news segment. Dan, uh, GABF, uh, anything we should watch out for? Maybe a, a top brewery, a new brewery, someone that yeah. we should maybe look to interview soon. Yeah. Um, I have a really good one that won the, um, Sam Adams. I can't remember the name of the contest. They do this every year. But they give them money towards, you know, running their getting up and running as far as their brewery goes. Um, we're going to reach out to those guys. Got a couple of good articles I'm going to write as soon as I can get near an actual keyboard. Um, I got a couple of interesting ideas. You should see that soon. Perfect. Rob, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We truly appreciate you coming back, making the time. Uh, we are on all the social medias that's at better on draft that is tiktok facebook instagram untapped youtube kick twitch twitter x whatever it's called i guess we got to update the little twitter logo to the x logo on here now uh no matter what you think of your beer we think it's better on draft have a good night cheers <laughs>